Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like you work things good, and that is what we That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an insightful service. Hallelujah. So consider for what we stopped on Sunday. Today we go for that because clogs in the wheel. Clogs in the wheel. Hindrances to a blessed life. Hindrances to the blessed life. Clogs in the wheel. Ephesians 1.3. Ephesians 1.3. Ephesians 1.3. You're about to say FSU, you know? Is that it? FSU. Yeah. Ephesians 1.3. Yeah. Praise be to the Father, Look at to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Look at that. Praise, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with what? Every spiritual blessing in Christ. So when you came to Christ, you came into an environment of blessing. Look at that. You came into a domain of blessing. Says, he rescued us, transformed us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. You know, says, in whom we have redemption, the aphesis, forgiveness of sins. Amen. So we're taking off a system to another system. We're taking off a dominion to another dominion. You know, so as far as that is from dark, so also is our kingdom different in realities from the kingdom of darkness. Look at that. Hallelujah. So you are brought into a system, you know, of blessing. A system of blessing into the kingdom of this dear son. So by default, you know, naturally, your life ought to mirror the kingdom you are in. All right? Your life ought to reflect the realities of the kingdom you are in. Awesome. So there are things that should be, that should be added to your life to show you are in a kingdom of blessing. Okay? So, you know, when, you know, there are entrances, what could they be? You know, we just talked on Sunday about, about contradictions, right? Now, let's go for talk about entrances. What are the things that can get in the way? Get in the way of your manifesting things of the kingdom, the blessed life. Manifesting the promise. Alright? The first thing is this. Ignorance. They say, ignorance is bliss. It is not true. <laughs> Ignorance, right? The blessings of God are delivered on the premise of faith, and faith works by knowledge. Look at that. You can only believe what you are aware of. Look at that. You can only believe what you are aware of. You must have knowledge to have faith. Philemon 1 6. Philemon 1 6. Philemon 1 6. If you have an NKGV, sweetheart. Philemon 1 6. NKGV, if you have it. Philemon 1, 
six. That the sharing of your faith Look at may become effective by the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you through Christ Look Jesus. At that. The sharing of your faith, the results of your faith, you know, may become effective. The operation of your faith, the operation of your faith may become effective. Look at that. By you acknowledging every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Do you see that? Amen. So, it becomes effective when you acknowledge every good thing in you in Christ. You must be aware of these good things. Ephesians 1, 15 to 20. Ephesians 1, 15 to 20. Ephesians 1, 15 to 20. And I've been fine. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Please pause. He says, ever since I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I love for all the saints. My next thing for you was thanksgiving, right? Then prayer for you for what? Revelation knowledge. Now, I have, I have funny things, you know, that when people get born again, they should come for deliverance. You know, what do I say before? When you get born again, you come for, I know, like them. <laughs> you come for deliverance. Just come to your church in a new convert, and you come for deliverance. Paul didn't do that, okay? Paul said he was praying for them for revelation. Now, they have been delivered. Okay? They should have revelation of their deliverance. says, We have been delivered from the So you have been delivered. The issue is not deliverance. The issue is actually more revelation than anything else. Of course, you can deliver people you know, with prayer and all that. But eh, when it's by revelation knowledge, it's lasting. Amen. You can pray for someone today and get them free from a particular issue, and they're back in it tomorrow morning. It happens, hey, oh Lord. Churches that do deliverance, they know them. If it's, if it's not for the same person, every different service, the same person manifests the same thing. Why? It's knowledge that makes you live free. The devil can go and come back. In fact, he can go to the door. Once you join your prayer, you are going on your side the and go back home with the person. You know? That was the entire lot. What makes people live free is the revelation knowledge. So he says, I know you have been delivered. You've left the kingdom of darkness. You are now in the kingdom of his dear son. He says, You have redemption. You have prayed for the cause of the law. These things are already yours. But I'm praying for you now that you should know the things yours. So you can by yourself enforce your realities. So it's called pastor, pastor, and proper deliverance, so you know, that point again. Right? You can by yourself at any time, T, enforce your realities because you know who you are in Christ. Look at that. There was a conniving, I won't use that word. The conniving goat is a better word. Right? So, if you don't know who you are, you will keep trying to put things on you. And people will keep running for, de- running for deliverance. Because why? You don't know who you are. And clearly, the devil does not mind you go for deliverance. Does not mind you. Does not mind you. But you know, he can come back and insult the person. Just, you just do, you know, and relax at the back and out. Okay? So, he's not, he's not moved by deliverance, by deliverance services. He knows he can come back on the person. Now, maybe not in, because you have to go to society, but he can come and afflict the person. All right? So, what actually makes people live free? Is revelation knowledge. I know a professor gave testimony from some time ago when I was younger. She used to be every time sick. But you found out who she was in Christ, you know, and that was the end of it. It was not deliverance service. 
Just knowing that in Christ, I have divine health. She knew that she got angry over it, and that was the end of it. So what actually makes people live free? is revelation. That's why Paul, the first thing he prays for them, I'm praying for you that you will know who you are in Christ. Because why? Faith works by knowledge. Please finish it. Yeah. Yeah, go on. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. See that. The riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. He's saying, I'm praying you know the things that are yours in Christ. I'm praying you also know the power available. No, the power is already available to you. But you have to know it because faith works by knowledge. So it can be there and be dormant. It works to the, to the level of your awareness of it. So he says, I'm praying to know your power. I'm not praying to receive your power. I'm praying to know your power that is there. I'm praying to be strengthened, to, to, be, to be stirred up from inside with the power. It is there, okay? It's there. But just, it's like it's coming active. And it becomes active by revelation knowledge. Okay? When you know these things, it begins to become more and more effectual through you. So it's not going to call you, call you power from above again. No, it's going to stir up in you. The Holy Spirit is on your side. It's going to make you, know, make you more aware of what you already have. Okay? It's going to stir up within you. Is a gift and the first thing you already. You get my point here? So, you know, we are praying for revelation that you know more and more the things ours in Christ. So you have got to know it. You have to know it. Okay? So where there's ignorance, you know, there is, you know, hindrance. Second Peter 1, 3-5. to Second Peter 1, 3-5. to His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life. See that? Through our knowledge of him, who called us by his own glory and goodness. See, his divine power is not he will give, it is as giving us everything we need for life and godliness. Everything we need to operate in the godlikeness on the earth. Now, godliness doesn't mean holiness alone. It's an all-round godlikeness. Operating the way God has operated on the earth. He has given you everything you need to reign on the earth. True knowledge of him that called us, called us into you know, this kingdom. Please go on, verse 4. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises. You see that? So that through them, you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world. So he gave us his divine promises, his promises. That were my true the promises. Look at that. My true the promises. Participate in the divine nature. So the promises. Uh, you know what helps us to participate of the divine nature. So, if you don't have promise, you cannot participate in the divine nature. It can be there, but you don't know it. So you cannot participate. In it. So, by knowing, by uh, being aware of this, then you can begin to participate of the divine nature. Look at that. So, you have got to be more and more and more and more aware of the things as in Christ. You've got to be first to your Bible. Amen. Let's finish. Verse 5. In the world, caused by evil desires. Yeah. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness look at knowledge. That. For this reason, make every effort, look at that, add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge. Knowledge. So add to your faith knowledge. Let's run down. Let's finish. Go on. Go on. Let's get, let's get to seven or so. Amen. It's good. Keep going. I'll tell you what's And to knowledge, self control. And to self control, perseverance. 
unto perseverance, godliness, unto godliness, mutual affection, unto mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus See Christ. That? If you possess these things, knowledge, goodness, gentleness, and so on, this, you know, and you are increasing in it, they will keep you from being ineffective in your faith work. Yeah? So they'll keep from being unproductive in your faith work. The only process you need to grow in knowledge. Act on the knowledge. Act on, you know, express goodness, kindness. These things, they keep you from being unproductive in your knowledge of God. So ignorance cannot work. See that? Second Corinthians 3, 17 to 18. Second Corinthians 3, 17 to 18. Second Corinthians 3, 17 now, to 18. the Lord is the spirit. See that? And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is, there freedom. is freedom. And we all, who with unveiled faces, contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. See? As you contemplate his glory, as you contemplate his glory in the world, you know, we are being transformed from glory to glory, even onto that same image. So the image we see is the image we become. When you contemplate, is that which we become. So our job is to keep our eyes focused on that image in the world. Seeing clearly, you know, they become transformed, you know, from glory to glory, you know, onto that same image. Okay? James 1, James 1, 2024. James 1, 2024. James 1, 2024. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. So he says, when you look at the word and you don't obey it, it's as though you look in the mirror, then forgot what he said, you forgot what you look like. So meaning, God's word is a mirror. God's word should show you what you look like. To show you your realities, your real face. Amen. Your real face is the word of God. Okay, so when we see God's word clearly and we obey, you know, we become more and more aware of who we are and begin to live in this reality. So you cannot afford to take, you know, your study, your study casually. Okay, study the Bible. Eat sermons. Now, not any other sermon. Look at the one the shopping on YouTube. You all know. Okay? <laughs> it's appropriate sermons. Not those that put a clog in your face. Some people can teach you the way that faith will leave you. <laughs> yep. Okay? It's the word of God. Let it build you conviction. Study your Bible. Listen to messages. Let it build you conviction based on God's word. Okay? You can program yourself into being aware of this thing by meditation. Again, not just reading the Bible. Say it, say it to yourself. Practice reading the Bible to yourself as saying it out. I'm the blessed one. I'm highly favored. Everything works in my favor. Oh, I'm so blessed. Mortar it back to yourself. There's a way speaking to yourself does to your entire body. Practice it. Cultivate it. You know, half times when you just look up and just say, I just want to talk to myself. I want to do my myself and talk to myself. We see a lot in this world. We need, we need time to ourselves to actually do reprogramming. We have some sort of, sort of rubbish news. Go back to your room. I'm the blessed one. I am the healed of the Lord. 
No plague will come near my dwelling. My dwelling. Satan may fall on my right hand, my, my left hand, but no evil will come near me. Someone says, someone says, is that fair? Right, that right hand, I don't care. Okay? Yes. No plague will come near my dwelling. Amen. What is not fair? So that's what the point right now. Okay? <laughs> Amen. So practice murdering God's word to yourself. Glory to God. Number two, another clog in, in, clog in the wheel. Weak prayer life. Some people prayer life is not even weak. Nothing exists. It's not exempt prayer life. Right? See, there's a level of faith that doesn't come but in prayer. Level of faith. See, a man of faith must also be a man of prayer. There is no faith man that does not pray. See, even Paul, say, I have revelation knowledge. That revelation knowledge, you, pray, you have to pray for it to have it. So, you can't have revelation knowledge without prayer. In my point here. So, there's no man of faith that is not a man of prayer. Because even the faith, go, go, as I read in the Bible, you pray, I want to understand it. I want to become spiritually aware of it. So, faith cannot grow out of prayer also. So, we study and we are people of prayer. And I said earlier, you know, on Sunday, we are in days where you cannot pray, no, you cannot play with your prayer life. Amen. The devil is actually is having a good time. Okay? What's he doing? Roaming about, looking for wounds to do. So you can't be casual about your faith walk. Amen. So you want to take your prayer life seriously. Okay? Mark 9. 2029. Mark 2029. Mark 9. Said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. See that. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the crowd was running to the sea, he rebuked the impure spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said, I command you, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. The spirit shrieked, convulsed him violently, and came out. The boy looked so much like a corpse that many said, he's dead. Amen. Please, in case people are someone, I first start shaking, shaking like this and it looks like he's dead. It happens, it's not dead, okay? Relax. I feel someone there, I was scared because the person was on the floor lifeless for like a long time, 45 minutes. Like, God. <laughs> God, who said to me? <laughs> for, as I'm serious, I, I, I had to sit down there with the person. I sat down and prayed that, like, God, let him wake up. Let the person wake up. Let the person wake up. 45 minutes. Okay, but the person woke up. Thank you, Lord. You know? <laughs> but Jesus took yeah. him by the hand and lifted him to his feet. And he stood up. After Jesus had gone indoors, his disciples asked him privately, why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, this kind can only co- can come out only by prayer. Now, the prayer that you not pray for the devil to come out. Because Christ did not pray for the devil to come out. He made a decree and the devil left. Now, it is you being prayed up behind the scene. That level of boldness, it comes from behind the scene. Okay? You being, see, there's a way you react to Eve when you are prayed up. You know, you actually, you're actually different. Your faith is stronger, it's bolder. Okay? Faith comes by the word. But faith is made bold in prayer. Okay? So, you need to actually live a prayed-up life. There are things in your life that, that, that don't move without proper prayer resistance. Amen? That you have to keep praying and confessing the word consistently. Some don't some, some just move when you say go. They just move like that. Of course, they should, but sometimes it's not like I think that, I think that this one is too stubborn. What should you do? Well, I stop on pass you, okay? 
So you also remain in your resistance. Keep decreeing the word. Amen. Keep decreeing the word. So you have to be, you know, persistent in prayer. When it says you want, don't, 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 don't come through yet. Be persistent in prayer. Especially making the same decrease. Is, is your health? I believe I receive. I've prayed about it. God has heard me. It is mine. I believe I receive. Oh, thank you, Lord. I believe I receive. What are you doing? You are confessing the word in the face of contradiction. Glory to God. So you have to be strong in prayer. Especially praying in tongues. Praying in tongues to build you up. Okay? James 5, 13 to 18. James 5, 13 to 18. Please pause. Now, when I say maintaining a prayer, I'm not saying prayer about the same issue over and over, over and over again. So when you pray, believe you receive, okay? So your confession then changes from God do to I believe I receive. I believe I receive. I will have it. I will see it. I believe I receive. So faith is not praying the same prayer point. Lord, you, no, no, no. Once you pray, believe you have received and you will have. So believe it is done. Then you will see it being done. You get my point there? So it changes from God do to I believe I receive. I will see this happen in my time. Get my point here. Your prayer point has changed from, it will, from, from, from God will do it. It is done. I will soon see it as done in physical. Understand? Please go on. Is anyone yes. among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them see. Now, if any, anyone in trouble, let them, let them pray. Don't let them cry. Okay? Let them. No, 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 let them. Let them. Hey, Pastor, whatever happened? No, let them pray. Look at that. Look at you. Okay. So don't, don't be. Okay, let's pass. <laughs> Glory to God. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them. Look at that. And anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. You didn't say the oil, no. The prayer offered in faith is important. <laughs> So it's not the oil that does the job. It is the prayer of faith. So the prayer of faith can work without that oil. <laughs> so don't turn to which one is carrying oil up and down. Okay? <laughs> the prayer of faith gets the job done. All right, please go on. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Go on. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. See, see sin causes sickness. See, see, they link up together. Okay? Link up is important. The prayer of a righteous man, person is powerful. is powerful and effective. It says your prayer is powerful and effective, especially if you are living right. It's important. If you are living right, your prayer is effective. Someone say, I'm not just about the Christ Jesus. I agree with you. I agree you're just in Christ Jesus. I agree. But eh, you need to, you need to actually leave it out to get results. People is now act now. It's very different. I agree with you, righteous and righteous. I agree. We are talking about talking about righteousness. Because the first talked about sin and forgiveness. Okay? So we're talking about you actually living righteousness out. So your prayer is effective when your work with God is effective. You can't be playing with sin. I'm quoting righteous God Christ Jesus. I can do anything. You know, no. It'll be a clog in the wheel. Okay? So the, your prayer, you know, is effective. So practice praying because your prayer is what? Effective. Please go on. Elijah was a human being, even as we were. Again. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its See how someone turned turning the economy of the entire nation upside down and upside up by prayer. 
So your prayer is effective. Your prayer makes tremendous power available. So what practice you know, <laughs> cultivate <laughs> a prayed up life. Colossians 4 2 says, Colossians 4 12 says, be devoted to prayer. I want, not this one, Colossians 4 4 2. Amen. Check it. Yes, Colossians 4 2. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Okay? Give yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Okay? So be prayed up. Practice being prayed up. Romans 12 says the same thing. Romans 12 says, be faithful in prayer. Okay? So you have to make prayer as in be faithful in prayer. So you're not praying, you're not faithful. Okay? Be faithful in prayer. Be given to prayer. So in TGC, we try to make systems available to help you, help you stay prayed up. We have groups where you can pray every day. So if you're, if you're now absconding, you're not being faithful in prayer. So you're doing yourself. Okay? Yeah, you, you can't tell me you're a prayer person, but you don't pray in a prayer group. It's not true. Every prayer person knows to pray in groups. If you're a prayer, don't say, don't say I'm praying by myself. You're not praying. My part of what? You're not praying. You're not praying. Amen. No prayer person, you know, comes from prayer meeting or group prayer and say, I pray alone. It's not true. The key factor you pray is five minutes prayer. Lord, I thank you. Be blessed you. <laughs> Glory to God. Okay? We see the early church. They were a prayed up church. They were a prayed up church. Okay? Acts 2. 42 47. Acts 2 46 47. I put my faith in Jesus. My anchor to the ground. Wait. They devoted themselves to the apostles. Teaching and to, no, no, no. to the, the apostles, apostles teaching. teaching. Look at now, 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 now. They did not say, you know, I have the Bible myself. You know, I can do good all myself. I don't need a pastor. You know, people say also, also these days, I don't, I don't even need church. God is for me. Okay? They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. Okay? Human beings are teaching them. Don't say only God can teach me. Nobody will teach you. You don't know anything. <laughs> Amen. Look at that. Please go on. Okay? Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Go on. And to fellowship. Yep. To the breaking of bread and to prayer. Look at that. To Every- the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to breaking bread, you know, fellowship together, and to prayer. Prayer. Group prayer. Church prayer. They're praying together. See, there is no way you pray together with people and not pray alone when you're alone. Praying together, you know, puts fire on your personal prayer life. Now, when you get to after prayer meeting, it tongues is 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 sharp, sharp, you know, it's buying, you know, like a pope. <laughs> if you are not, you are not Nigerian, right? Like when you get to after, like after prayer meeting, when you go to when you go to last night, after this, when you go to yesterday, the tongues is flowing, right? As is as is there. Why? Congressional prayer instead of your personal prayer life. Okay? You may please finish. 43. 43. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. This. I, I think I'm, I'm good there. Look at this. They lived, prayed up. Doctrine, fellowship, prayer. What happened next? Miracles broke 
out. It's always the same case. Okay? Media is all well. Acts 4.23. Acts 4.23. Media, you eating? Acts 4.23. On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. Glory to God. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord. Please pause. They raised their voices together to God in prayer. Congregational prayer. Church prayer. Okay? Praying with fellow saints. They didn't go and say, Phoebe, I am Peter. I am John. You know, I can pray of myself. I don't care if anybody, you know, I'm good enough of myself. Okay? They went to their company, to the meeting. I'm prayed with the brethren. There are things that don't happen on your own alone in your room. There are things you don't lay hold of on your own alone, okay? That is to lay hold of together as a, as, as, as a body. Do you understand? This is where two shall go to anything. It's a place of that two or more. Do you get my point here? So cultivate congregational prayer. Please go on. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our yeah. father David. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate, together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city, to conspire against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed. They did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. Look at that. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. All the believers were one in heart and, heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all. Amen. I need to stop there. Yeah. Okay, okay, finish, finish. That that there were no needy, no needy persons Look at amongst that. them. God's grace made sure that there was no needy person amongst them. For from time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed, and it was distributed to anyone who had need. I think I'll stop there. All right. So we see there was a crisis. Went to the, to the brethren. They prayed together. They prayed so much that the room shook. The room shook. Look at that. What happened afterwards? Great grace was upon them all. Great power was working there. So prayer makes power available. So you cultivate, you know, active prayer, especially congregational prayer. Okay? So prayer. So a weak prayer life can put a clog in how things, you know, happen. So cultivate being prayed up. Being prayed up. Being prayed up. Okay? Unbelief is a common one. People are usually double-minded. And they now let, they let the unbelief rise up in them. Okay? You cannot be in two minds on God's promise. You can't be doing maybe, maybe not. You cannot afford it. You can't confess unbelief. Okay? James 1 says, 
Then another person, you know, think he'll get anything from God. This is he's open-minded, unstable in all his ways. But James said, everywhere is unstable. Like if he's unstable in his belief in God, he's unstable in everything. So let another person think you get anything from God. So when you are asking God, I are doing maybe, maybe not, you will not get anything. Okay, so don't let unbelief. Well, how should you do, how should you do that? If faith the word until faith is strong in you, it's simple, Abi. It's simple. It's just a reminder, someone. There's no. It's, it's simple, okay. But these things are very important. You have to keep hearing so that you know you you are you know aware of these things. Mark 24 says, "As faith of God says, whosoever believe and will not doubt." Okay, so this mountain be moved, and the mountain will be moved and cast into the sea. Okay, so you have to get yourself to a point where your faith is steady, assured. Refuse unbelief. Refuse the thought. That's the issue. Refuse the thought of unbelief. Don't nurse it. Cast down imagination. Cast down thoughts. Cast down. See, treat those thoughts as though treating a devil. Cast down those thoughts. And whatever brings those thoughts to you also, cast them down to or out of your life. Right? Yeah. Shut the door. Shut them out of your life. See, when Christ raised the dead, he sends those people crying and wailing out. Unbelief, shut them out. Send them away from your life. When you bet the baby, ah, miracle today. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but while you are betting your miracle, send them out. So, um, Mike, uh, Mark Ann Keynes, was it, was it whether I was sick or something? They cut off phone call to her. Want to call her? You call her through us. So, if you're a faith person, she'll pick the call. When you're a faith person, day or day. Don't, you know, get my point here. Cautiously, Keeping the faith work alive. Someone else shared a testimony. Our mother had cancer. They shot off African magic. Whoever will bring unbelief. Ha, ah, no African magic now. They say he died. Tony Cock, he clogged off. No African magic in that period. Phone calls too. Phone calls from people they can trust will speak faith. What are they doing? Shutting unbelief out of their life. Why are you building your faith on an issue? You're also, you're also, you know, you're in a moment of unbelief and doubt. It will kill you. So you are reading, and God will, God will heal me. God will, God will bless me. Someone is saying, God does not bless. Okay? The person just day is day. When I, when I get my blessing, and the thing has happened, ah, Baba, it don't happen, no. Rice have come. Eh? But the rice is ready to be, to be shared. Okay? Shut them out. Do you understand? It might look like you are being ruthless. You have to be ruthless. You have to be ruthless. You have to be ruthless. All right? Okay? Then fail up to walk in love. Mark 25 says, if you have a grudge against anybody, go and make it up. Go and fix up, okay? You cannot carry a grudge and walk in faith. Okay? God has forgiven us, yes. But um, 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 grudges, lack of love work also, you know, this has put a clockwork in our faith. Okay? This holiness is important. It's not, it's, not, it's not negotiable. It's not negotiable. It's not maybe, maybe not. And I think one area where devil has, has in that the, 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 our faith work in recent times is making holiness look like it's trivial. That it does not count. It, it just doesn't matter how much. I'll, I'll still go to heaven. We know you go to heaven, but when you get to heaven, number one, what will you, what, what's your rate like there? On earth, what will your life be like on the earth? It's important. Okay? So we have to be careful not, not, to, not to allow holiness to become, it's, it's, it's not compulsory. It's just me living that life of God in me. It's, it's, I don't have to. I get my point here. It's important to your results on the earth. Okay? John 15, 7 to 8. John 15, 7 to 8. John 15, 7 if to 8. If you remain 8. in me, and my words remain in you, Look at that. ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. 
go to okay finish yeah seven and eight yeah. this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit showing yourselves to be my disciples if you remain in me and my words remain in you and you live by my word you obey my word you will ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you and this will be my father's glory that you get you bear much fruit so your fruit bearing is tied to you living by the word and obeying the word glory to jesus all right, First John five eighteen. Any if you can help him. First John five eighteen. Yeah. Please go on. We know that whoever is born of God does not sin, but he who has been born of God keeps himself, and the wicked one does not touch him. Now NIV says the one that is born of God keeps him. The one there, capital letter O, and the one that God keeps him himself. Now it is true, but See, the way God works, he does not do anything alone. You have to have personal responsibility. There's cooperation in it. Okay? Otherwise, everybody will be living right. It is up to Jesus Christ alone. Everybody will be living right. It's up to him alone to keep you from sinning. Nobody will sin because he does his job well. He does not fail in his job. Okay? So, it means that it can't be up to him alone. Now, we, we quote this in a lot in modern Christianity. You know, to the one who can keep him from falling. Yes, but he cannot hold you if you want to fall. Actually, it's cooperation. It's cooperation. It makes us available due to his grace. Amen. Yes, you are safe in his arms. Nobody can snatch you out. But again, if you want to live, see, let's not, let's not make this thing know. You, you have to cooperate with God. Otherwise, there's nobody else in online. That, that, there's nobody else in online. Everybody, everybody believes it's up to God alone. Every believer believes in his common sense, living right. If you want to go and you're determined to go, you will leave that, you will leave that possession by yourself. You have me to argue. We'll see the scripture together. Whatever God does, there's human part in everything. You have to align. Salvation, he died, he died for you, right? But he didn't force it on you. You have to believe and receive. Otherwise, it's, just, it's up to him alone. Everything will be fine, okay? But man feels in his own part. So, you know, we have to deliberately walk in love, not you know, deliberately, you know, live in righteousness. First John 23. First John 23. So yes, God keeps us. He holds us, right? But man has a part to play. Okay? See, man has a part to play. We have to cooperate with God's grace. God, God will, not, he will, not, he will not seize your willpower. Even, even in the beginning, that Adam, first man, had a will. You have a will. You always have a will. First John 3. 23. This is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. If our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. Please pause. So if our heart is, if, if over any, any issue, we have issues, we have, you know, in our heart's condemnation, as in there is a feeling of, this one is wrong. God knows everything. So if your heart condemn you, God also sees this. God is telling you that he agrees that your thing is wrong. Okay? So God knows everything. Please go on. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask because we keep his commands and do what pleases this him. This is so important, okay? 23. 23. Media, media, media. Have you eaten? And this is his command. To believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as he has commanded us. Okay, so cultivate a free conscience. 
conscience void of condition and offense. Okay, so that you can stand before God in prayer with confidence. Before the devil also in confidence, okay? So cultivate that free conscience. Like, you no, know, I've fought no one. I've offended. You no, know, cultivate that level of, okay, I don't have any issue to anybody. Cultivate it. Not that you are you've offended the offended the offended you know, you carry upon you a heavy conscience. It can get in the way of your prayers. Cultivate a soft conscience. Okay? Be, be, be quick to forgive. Be quick to show mercy. Okay? Be quick to forgive. Quick to show mercy. Be hard to offend. Some people are so used to offend you. Around them, you talk small, small because they can take it personal. Okay? So be hard to offend. You get that. Okay? So work in love. Very important. First Corinthians 11 to 31. First Corinthians 11 to 31. First Corinthians 11 to 31. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ, eat and drink judgment on themselves. That is why many among you are weak and sick, and a number of you are falling asleep. Asleep there is death too. Okay. But if we were more discerning with regards to ourselves, we would not come under such judgment. Now the issue there was not that it wasn't about the communion there. It was the attitude. It wasn't about the food itself. It was the lack of love work. Coming with communion and bullying people on communion. You know, secondly, call it striking people. You know, food that's not for everybody. You eat alone. You know, they took it to communion table. <laughs> to communion table. And Paul says, We are hungry. Eat at home. Do you understand? So the issue was not that. It wasn't the food itself. It was the, the lack of love. They took to the point of even fighting over communion bread. That's really crazy. So it was it was a sign of disrespect for the body. And when you allow this, when you, you know, when you allow sin to reign, sickness also reigns. You get my point here. Where sin is reigning, sickness will reign. Okay, so help yourself, okay? Because for this reason, many of you are sick and many die. You cannot be playful with sin. It says, if you are more discerning these things to ourselves, we're not gonna judgment. What should you do? Be discerning of these things. Be quick to repent. Be quick to forgive. Don't hold on. Don't hold on to issues. Don't hold on to sin. Okay? Be quick to repent and be quick to forgive. Amen. Now, finally, failure to lambano. This is the most common issue here. Many, many believers don't engage to possess what is theirs. Many, many believers don't engage until they possess what is theirs. You have got to engage. Don't be too casual with what is yours. Don't be conscious about it, okay? You have to consciously, deliberately, you know, fight for what is yours. Deuteronomy 24. Deuteronomy 24. Deuteronomy 24. Deuteronomy 24. Get out now and cross the unknown gorge. See, I have... Sorry. See, I have given into your hand Sihon the Amorite, king of Heshbon and okay, his now. country. Begin to take possession, possession of it and engage him in battle. See? I have given you. You take possession of it by engaging in in battle. So you have got to engage. Fight for what is yours. Okay? The devil and war systems won't just yield to, your, to, any, to any of your whims. Don't, they, don't just, they, don't, they don't just bulge. You've got to engage. So the times when, when there will be contention for what is yours, what do you do? Contend. Don't give up. Don't give in. Learn to contend what is yours. You've got to have a fight in you. Don't be fighting you. 
You have to be tough and courageous. You know, I'm always saying, stop crying. Be a fit man. Fight. You've got to have a fight in you. You know, I, I left something, something growing up. You know, I was in SS2 when I had a, I didn't feel a cover. I didn't, I didn't get an A, so I, I was feeling bad because I was a you know, great student, okay? So A is what you want to get. I think I got a B or something. And I had a senior, this senior, is there a good? The guy told, I was crying. I was like, Oga, this guy are crying. The crying will release every power in you to fight back. If you cry, now feel okay. You've cried, now feel relieved. But we don't want relief, we want to win. And actually, it was true. After crying, I didn't feel bad again. The fight, the fight had died after crying. I've moved on after crying. Sometimes we cry so much, we get relieved in tears. The issue is there, but you've cried it away. You've, you've cried and you're relieved, but the issue is still there. But you've cried and now, you've now, to the point where you have now, you have, you have comfortable with it. You have cried, you have comfortable with it. You don't, crying does not solve any problem. So that cry, maybe you should not cry too much. So you can have the anger, keep the anger there. Keep the anger and fight back. Be a fighter, not a crier. Not a triangle. Do you get that? Triangle, triangle. Okay. Be a fighter. Jesus is Lord. Who's calling? <laughs> Same person from the morning. Oh, wow. All right. Glory to God. It's fine. 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 Leave it. Leave it. Go on. Go on. Glory to God. Do you get that? So fight. Engage. What you don't want. You don't what? What you don't want, you don't. What you don't fight as what? Right to stay. What you don't want, you don't watch. What you don't fight as a right to stay. Service that 5, 8 to 9. 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 Help me read it. Please hear. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Okay. Resist him. Standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Look at that. Resist him. What you don't want, you don't watch. Engage in a contention. Fight what is yours. Ephesians 6, 10 to 20. Ephesians 6, 10 to 20. Ephesians 6, Finally, 10 to 20. be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Look at that. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place. I think I'm fine. I'm just something here. This is the key word. When you have done all to stand, actually stand. Stand firm. Stand firm. Stand firm. Okay? Engage. Insist on what is yours. Don't lose ground. Don't shoot back. Don't, don't adjust. Don't, 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 don't manage it. Don't accommodate it. Insist on what is yours. Haven't done all to stand. 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 Practice standing from the little things. So to the day they will try something annoying around you, you are ready. You know how to stand. You get my point here? Practice standing on your right. Over small like an, like an headache or a little lack. A need, a nagging need. Cultivate standing 
is this is not what is yours. Okay? First Timothy 6, 12, 12 and 19. Fight the good fight of the faith. Yeah. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many okay, witnesses. It says, fight the good fight of faith. Take hold, lambano, eternal life. You have this life. Lambano is realities in your life. Fight the good fight. Not beg the fight of faith. Fight. So every believer has got to have a fight in them. Don't be, in quote, a give-upper or a giver-up. Anyone you like, take. The point is this. Fight. They could fight or fake. Okay? Fight till you have won. Fight, you don't, fight, stand till you have won. You get that? Verse 19. In this way, they will lay up a treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age. So that they may take hold of the life yeah, I'm done. that is truly yeah. life. Okay? So you take hold. You lay hold. You fight. You engage in contention. So you have what is yours. Never back down. Okay? The word system is stubborn. You have to be much more resolute. Okay? That's resolute to lay hold on what is yours. Don't cut back on your dreams. Okay? Fight. Content to you have what you are believing for. Shall we ride? Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.